Mid-market sized businesses are where the true economic action in business really is. They are nimble and agile. They're factories of growth, they lead in innovation, and they're early adopters of tech. These enterprises need the right tools, support and environment to flourish. But sadly, they're often overlooked and undervalued. Not here though. This is the Mid-Market Matters podcast, and I'm your host, Craig West. We'll explore pain points, growth strategies, and how to find the competitive edge. Welcome to SME Radio. In this episode of Mid-Market Matters, we're joined by Peter Stanhope. Peter's the co-founder of a new business called Gig Super that's doing something really, really interesting for business owners, self-employed, tradies, etc. Pete, first, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks very much, Craig. It's great to be here. So, mate, maybe a little bit of background. How did you get into Gig Super? Tell us a bit about your history. Yeah, so look, my story is I um I grew up in a in a town about an hour outside of Melbourne, a place called Hillsville, uh, which is in the Yarra Valley, lovely part of the world. Yeah. Uh, and, and my parents had a um, had a plant nursery up there, and you know, so I guess they were always sort of self employed. And I grew up, you know, working in the plant nursery, and um, obviously watching their watching their self employed journey and and I guess always sort of had it in my um, had it in my veins, um, but uh, I, I didn't sort of go that way straight away. I did the normal thing and went to school and then finished uni and went off and got a job in a big corporate um, in the in the online share trading space, actually. Right. Okay. And um, yeah, I sort of did that for uh, you know ten odd years, um, and then you know eventually you know the 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 itch, the self employed itch, got the better of me. And uh, went out, went out on my own. Um, and it was really at that point I went out on my own with with a colleague that I was working with at um, at IG, which was the, the the broker I used to work for, um, and sort of you know started a consulting business. And it was at that point that we started looking at superannuation through a whole new lens. Um, you know, whilst we were employees, it was great. You know, you you start a job, you tick a box. And your your superannuation balance magically starts going up. Um, <laughs> you know when, when you go out on your own and you know you become responsible for it all yourself. You know you see it through a whole new whole new lens. And so that was really when we sort of started thinking. Well, surely there must be a must be a solution out there for for self employed people. But um, you know there wasn't. Um, and so you know. Crazily, uh, we decided. Well, let's try and build one, um, and so uh, that's that's sort of the the origin of, of of Gig Super. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what Gig Super is trying to do. What what's the problem you're trying to solve? Firstly, yeah, I mean, look, you know, the, the existing super funds in Australia, um, you know, in general, do a fantastic job. You know, that they, they have come a long, long way. Um, you know, over the last, you know, twenty. What thirty years now of, of superannuation, um, and and you know they're doing a great job. Um, but the, the challenge is that you know that that whole system was built on the assumption that the customer was going to be an employee who had an employer who was going to take care of it for them. You know, was going to set up the account and make the contributions and you know do all that. Which you know that system works really well. You know, at the envy of the, the envy of the world. Um, but you know, self-employed people step into that world, and 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 they often feel a bit like a, a square peg in a round hole. Um, you know, because you know the whole system, um, you know, wasn't wasn't designed um, for them, and those super funds, you know, weren't really designed for them. They were designed for the employees and to make it easy for the employers. 
Um, and so, you know, that's what we're doing differently um, is that, you know, rather than being built on the assumption that the customer is an employee, you know, we're built on the assumption that the customer is self-employed. And so, you know, that we know that our customer is, is responsible for working out why they should do it. Um, yeah, they're responsible for uh, working out how much they should be contributing. They're responsible for, um, you know, making the actual contributions themselves and managing the tax aspects of it. Um, you know, there's a lot more complexity that they've got to deal with and, and, and technology's got a role to play in, in, in resolving a lot of that, um, that friction. Right. Um, that's what we've been doing is, is, is building, you know, the technology um, as well as, you know, the, the education and the, the communication that allows self-employed people to, to access and understand the benefits of, of super. Okay, and you've obviously got a bit of research and so on data behind you that, that backs up some of the issues around self-employed people not having enough money in super, not using it effectively. Tell us about some of that. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, you know, we, we uh, originally started, you know, the name Gig Super came from, you know, the gig economy. Yep. And, you know, the, the, the gig economy, you know, the, the Ubers and the, um, you know, deliveroos of the world is one aspect of the gig economy. But then, you know, increasingly we're seeing, um, you know, I was talking to someone the other day in the advertising industry and, you know, the advertising industry is quickly shifting. Uh, and it's been a, it, it's been a, 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 it's been gathering pace and then COVID has just sort of accelerated that pace towards this world where, you know, these advertising agencies just run an outsource model and they're just continually using freelancers to, to, to meet their client needs. So it's sort of happening across the spectrum of, of work. Um, and, you know, so you've got 1.3 million self-employed people in Australia at the moment. You know, that's forecast to grow, you know, pretty dramatically with those, with those trends. Mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, you know, those self-employed people on average at the moment are retiring with 50% less super than uh, employees. So 50% is a big difference. That's a lot of money we're talking about. Oh, it is. It's, it, it's huge. And it's crazy, right? Um, you know, superannuation is the government's way of letting you pay less tax. So, you know, you would think that, you know, people would logically want to take advantage of that. Um, but... You know, getting back to what I you know, was sort of talking about before with, you know, the whole system not being built for them, um, you know, it, it's sort of like, feel like a bit of a square peg in a round hole, even though you have got those lower tax rates, um, you, you know, they don't tend to take advantage of them. So, you know, we sort of estimate at the moment, um, you know, about 70% of self-employed people aren't making regular contributions to super, um, which, you know, that's, that's how they end up with 50% with less at, by the time they get to retirement because they've probably spent some time working in a corporate like myself, um, you know, built up an early balance. Um, but then, you know, once they step out of that world of self-employment, stop contributing and, um, and, and end up paying more tax over their lifetime um, because they still save for a time and they just do it outside super at a higher tax rate generally um, but, um, and, and retire with, with, with less money. Yeah, which ends up impacting then on wider society because they've got to be funded in retirement. Uh, and, and, and that's right. Um, you know, this structural shift, you know, it's a problem for the individuals themselves. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's already a problem, you know, given it's 10% of the workforce. And if the workforce continues to shift in the way that it is, um, then that, that problem is just going to, um, you know, compound itself and get, and, and get larger and larger, which ultimately comes back to all of us as uh, as taxpayers. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, mate, tell me a little bit about what are the options out there? You know, if I'm a self-employed person um, running my business, you know, I'm pretty busy day-to-day keeping up with everything. What are the options out there for me around super? Yeah, so at the moment, um, you know, you've really got three main types of superannuation. At least this is the way we think about it. So your first type of superannuation option you've got is what's called a public offer um, super fund. Um, So they're the the likes of, you know, your Australian supers and the big sort of industry funds, um, as well as, um, you know, your private ones like AMPs and MLCs and, you know, all those guys. Um, And as I said before, you know, they... They do a fantastic job um, of looking after people who are employees. Um, yeah, they're great, great products. Um, if you've got a financial planner, um, then you know a lot of the products are issued by the or offered by the AMPs and the IWFs of the world. Um, you know, there's also some some good quality products, and you know they, they're obviously you know looking at their products after the Royal Commission as well, um, and, and you know getting better. Um, you know, so they're, they're, that's sort of the first option is those public offer um, funds um, and the, um, you know, the ones that are supported by the financial planners. Um, and, and they're great for that segment of the market. Um, the next segment you've got is um, self-managed super funds. And, you know, a self-managed super fund is great if you've got, you know, I think ASIC's last bit of guidance that they put out was, you know, you've got over about $750,000 um, in your yep. super fund. Um, and the reason you need to have a bit more money um, in order to justify a self-managed super fund is because, well, as the name suggests, you're responsible for managing it. Most people don't have the technical knowledge uh, and the legal knowledge to be able to, you know, fulfil that requirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they, they, they need to get, um, you know, advice uh, along the way. And the cost of that advice means it becomes uneconomical um, if, you, if you're doing less than, a, if you've got less than about 750 grand in your, in your super fund. So, um you know, that's sort of the, the second option. And, you know, a lot of self-employed people, you know, later in their careers, if they've been successful, um, tend to like self-managed super funds because you've got options to be able to put, you know, a business asset in there or, a, I mean, you know more about that than me, Craig, but, um, you know, putting a, um, a building or something like that, it didn't lease back, um, lease back to the business um, in your super fund. So, you know, there's, they're, they're, they're great products, but, um, you know, neither of those, you know, public offer funds or self-managed super funds, you know, really make it easy for someone who is just starting out um, and, you know, in their 30s and 40s and, um, you know, they've got, they're great at what they do, um, but they're not a financial expert um, and they need a simple way to be, you know, taking advantage of, of, of superannuation and all the, you know, the, the benefits inside super. And that's where... You know, we, we sort of see ourselves creating this third category of superannuation products, which we call self, self-employed super. So tell us a bit about that. How have you actually created it? How does it work? Yeah, so look, I mean, um, it's, it's, it's different in, in a number of ways. Um, and, you know, some of them, are, you know, when you first say them, you're like, surely that's not, that's nothing innovative. Um, but sometimes in the world of superannuation, it is. And, um, and, and that's, again, because... <laughs> People are so free, infrequently need to interact. If you're an employee, you so infrequently need to interact with your super fund um, because uh, your employer takes care of it all. So, you know, self-employed people need to interact on a more regular basis. So for them, you know, having easy online access um, is actually really, really important. 
um, because they're going to need to interact with that fund a lot more frequently than someone who just gets a you know statement in the post once every every six months. Um, so you know we've built an app, and basically that app um, is one hundred percent focused on self-employed people, and it um, you know really makes that um, process of understanding super and understanding how to access the benefits of super um, easy. Um, so it's all about you know education, right. Then the second part is all about automation. So I think we all know that you know good habits are most likely to happen on an ongoing basis um, if they just happen automatically. Um, and um, you know trying to do that with traditional super products uh, you know, can be difficult because self-employed people have cash flows that fluctuate. And so, you know, yes. setting up an automated direct debit that goes into your super account every month can be a bit scary because oh, once that money goes in, you know, can't really generally come out um, until you get to retirement age. Yeah. So, you know, so we've built technology in there that helps people to automate that process um, of contributing to super, but doing it in a way where they don't lose control of that cash flow. Um, and, you know, they still have access to some of their recent savings. Um, if you get something like COVID happen um, and all of a sudden, you know, your, your clients all dry up and your cash flow dries up, you know. You need the cash. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, and, and, yeah, so there's the automation around the saving part and then there's automation around the tax part. So, um, you know, what a lot of people, you know, assume is that, um, you know, if I just go and make a personal contribution into super, that I get the full tax benefits of super, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it's not that it's not that easy. Um, you know, if you make a personal contribution into super, uh, you also need to go through the process of claiming that contribution as a tax deduction, um, which is an extra bit of legwork that only so less than ten percent of self-employed people are currently doing that. Um, wow. you know, just, just scary. Um, because yeah, essentially, if you put money into super and not claiming it as a tax deduction, uh, there's a really good chance you're just leaving a big fat tip for the tax man. Um, you know, you're, you're just paying more tax. Uh, you're getting all the downside of super, i.e. putting money in uh, and not being able to touch it for a long time with, without the, uh, the, the benefit of it, of it you know, allowing you to pay less tax um, yeah, okay. on those earnings. Um, so once the, um, let's assume I set up an account, I've got, you know, I've got the thing working, it's autom automating the, the amount that I'm saving. Where does the money end up and how's it get invested and so on? Is that up to me or up to you guys? How does that work? Yeah, so basically you can um, pick from a range of portfolios. Um, you know, we've got, we've got sort of, you know, high growth through to conservative as, as most super funds do. Yep. Um, but we've also got uh, what we call our autopilot option. Um, and what autopilot does is automatically reduces your risk as you get closer to retirement age. Um, and where that can be of value for people um, is, you know, what you don't want to do is to be in a high growth portfolio, um, you know, the, the year the GFC happens um, and, um, you know, be about to retire um, because, uh, you know, you, you haven't got any time left for your portfolio to recover. Um, and so that's why the autopilot option you know, reduces your risk as you get closer because essentially you've got less time to recover as you get closer to retirement um, if, from any downturns in the market. Okay, and how's, how long have you been going and how's it, how's it moving forward? What's, what's it look like? 
Yeah, so we, we um, it, you know, doing new things in superannuation is not an easy easy process. So uh, <laughs> took us about uh, two and a half years to to launch um, the the fund. Yep. Um, but we launched earlier this year, um, and you know, I mean, the feedback from the self employed community um, has just been um, phenomenal. And you know, I guess we we feel really fortunate that. You know, I think I think a lot of self-employed people and a lot of self-employed communities recognise that saving for retirement is a real problem for them, um, yeah. and so you know they're quite happy to welcome us in um, to their communities, and we're quite happy to come into those communities and just provide education. Um, you know, show up to a group of um, carpenters and, and just help them understand um, you know superannuation, um, and you know once people sort of understand it. Um, and understand the benefits, then, you know, naturally they're much more inclined to do it and we just happen to be the easiest way for them to, uh, to, to do it. To make that happen, yeah, okay. So I'm interested in a bit of the story around the business itself, not so much the product and what you're offering for self-employed people, but around Gig Super itself and, and how it's grown over time. You've obviously um, hit a real niche in the marketplace. It's growing pretty successfully by the sounds of it. Yeah, it is. Look, I mean, you know, it's it's early days. It's early days for us, and um, you know, we um, you know, we've got the core product, um, you know, in there at the moment. But you know, where our focus is shifting to now is um, you know, really building out um, you know, our support for the broader self-employed community, and you know, part of that is through um, um, you know, things like. Um, you know, the education that I mentioned earlier and getting out into the community to provide that, you know, really sort of basic and fundamental education. Um, but there's there's lots more that we want to do um, to support the self-employed um, ecosystem. And so, you know, to that end, um, you know, we're looking for, you know, collaborations um, with other parts of the uh, other parts of the e ecosystem. Um, because, you know, there's lots of other businesses out there that are equally as passionate um, about helping um, the self-employed community. Um, and so that's what we're, uh, that's where sort of our focus is now in sort of building out those, uh, that broader support. Oh, fantastic. So, mate, before we wrap up, I've got to ask you a couple of, couple of things. One, what's your biggest tip for business owners to be more successful? Uh, no surprises here, Craig. It's going to be about superannuation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but... I think look, the biggest tip for me, um, from me, um, is around you know just changing the way you think about superannuation. You know, quite often self-employed people will think of super as being you know money from when I'm from when I'm old. Um, yep. And if you think about super in that way, making contributions, you know, it's really hard to sort of value those contributions today. Um, and so it's really easy to then put it in the too hard basket, um, which you'll ultimately pay the price for later in life. Um, you know, the key to it is changing the way you think about super. Don't think about it as money when you're old. Think about it as a way to pay less tax. Um, and if you think about it as a way to pay less tax, um, you're going to feel much, much better about making those contributions today. And you're ultimately, you know, going to pay less tax over your, over your lifetime. Um, and retire with more and have, you know, much more in the way of choices um, when you get to, you know, later in life. Yeah, it's all about long-term thinking, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
No, fantastic, mate. So importantly, how do people contact you? How do you how do people find out more about Gig Super? And if they're interested, sign up or join. How does that all work? Yeah, just jump over on our website. Uh, we're www.gigsuper.com.au. Fantastic. Easy one. Pete, thanks for joining us. That's really useful information. Good on you, mate. Thanks very much for having us, Craig. Thanks for listening to Mid-Market Matters. I hope you found this episode helpful and informative for your business. To find out more, go to midmarketmatters.com.au. And to download other episodes, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening.